It's proceeding. And all everyone present and accounted for? Yes, let's yes. do a quick roll call. Josh Tiford? Here. Casey Strain? Present. Stephen Ty? Here. All right, We're everyone's good. here. We're good. Let's bring this meeting of our podcast to order. <laughs> Cheers with whiskey. All right. That's a weird way to do that. What was that for me? Sure, why not? Have at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I like doing this podcast. Yeah, it's fun, <laughs> right? Um, well, it's what is it? It's, it's Sunday. It is Sunday. It's just after St. Patrick's Day. That's why I couldn't remember what the hell's going on. Yeah, man. It's a. I was gonna not drink whiskey today. Right. Me too. Except that's the first thing I did. Yeah, and then I. I thought ah, one more day. Mm-hmm. My liver won't know the difference. <laughs> well, that's, and that's really what's true. I mean, one more day. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. And it's it, it's like uh, at the observatory, they're special. All weekend has just been whiskey weekend. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds like a good plan. That's, yeah. Today, like I went to brunch and I got to Bruins before it opened. So I walked down to CORE to get a coffee. And I got an I got a cold brew coffee, but I don't think the young lady added the additional water that you're supposed to. So you just got like uh, I got super jet fuel, dude. Like I got so much caffeine that I was like I could not sit still. Did you poop your pants? No, I did not poop uh, my pants because uh, I was in places that had poop facilities. Oh, good. But I got to I got to ruins and I was so jacked up on the Mountain Dew. <laughs> but I was like, like coffee. I was yeah. like Tim's like do you want a coffee and I was like no dude can I just have a Jameson <laughs> I'm like I want an Irish coffee but I don't need coffee so can I just have a and Jameson this is what time or, or well right it was <clears throat> 10 10 15 it's acceptable it's fucking brunch dude mm-hmm. if you can, I had a hamburger with bacon on it for brunch okay I had the brunch burger it wasn't like a clever egg thing. No, it's just a fucking bacon burger. They call it a brunch burger and not have an egg on it, though. Well, they don't call it a brunch burger. Oh, it's, okay. it's just brunch burger because of the time of day that you're but ordering. But it's just, you. I, I said brunch burger. <clears throat> I still feel like it should have an egg on it. Oh, dude, I'm sure I could have added an <laughs> egg onto it or another order of bacon, perhaps, but I felt totally fine with it. It was the first hamburger I had had in as long as I can remember. <laughs> And by that, I mean without cheese on it. Like, I cannot, other than that, remember the last time I was like, yeah, I don't want cheese on that burger. (laughs) Uh-uh, nope. I mean, why? That's what makes it a bunch burger. Right. No cheese. No cheese, so it's healthy. (laughs) It's real healthy. Just proteins. (laughs) Some starch. (laughs) Some grains. Oh, boy. Steven, did you poop your pants today? Or Not today. Oh, okay. It's been a long time, I think, for all of us, hopefully. That's oh, been yeah. It's been a good while. It's been a good while, yeah, yeah, right? It's not to the point where I can't remember it. Ooh. But it's a long time. It was, it's just a very memorable thing mm-hmm. to have happen. It's one of the few bonuses of being a bigger dude is that you've got more buttock. <laughs> so if you gamble <laughs> on a fart... In. Like and you catch it right away, it sometimes doesn't even hit your boxers. <laughs> that is true. There's a lot more distance. You yeah. have more time to react. I mean, it doesn't. Like, yeah, it's only a couple inches, but like 
in terms of like rope of poo coming out of your bottom, that's a lot of real estate. <laughs> Too much, sorry. Well, I started it. I should have known. Yeah, you should have known that. <laughs> don't talk about poo when I'm in the room. It was the rope thing that got me. <laughs> Your shit come out braided. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's French braided. It's cute. Yeah, I have a, a series of different dyes that I can affix to my anus. To no, I'm not gonna continue. Yeah. My mom is gonna be really bummed out about. <laughs> God, we almost can't do a podcast without uh-huh. talking about butts. <laughs> Just almost, like, to offend her in spirit. <laughs> and I feel bad because she does still listen. And does still listen. We still do the so exact opposite. So still talking about butts, guys. parents, what? <laughs> it's so hard not to. Yeah. I'm glad your mom listens to it because my parents still can't find it. They can't find it on the iTunes? <laughs> no. Do they have iPhones? They don't have iPhones. Well, that's got, the whole thing. Yeah. My parents completed the Apple integration. Uh, and so they have all the Apple products. And then I was just able to easily be like, yep, you got iTunes? Perfect. Think, Here it is. I think my parents even switched back to, like, I don't know how, but from smartphones to, like, shitty phones, like flip phones or whatever. There's a movement for that, you know. There's people that are not super jazz on the smartphone. Just because that. it's like the smartphone, but and and the internet also in general. Like maybe it's just internet stuff in America. Like <clears throat> it's so much worse than almost everywhere else in the world. Like, you mean like bandwidth, like like the uh, price. Versus what you get. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have some of the, the slowest quality. internet. Yeah, we have some of the slowest internet in the developed world. Uh, Is that why those fucking Asians are always kicking the shit out of me on StarCraft? Yeah, uh, South, well, South Korea a, supposedly has, like, the fastest internet connection. They also oh, have... explains so much. They also <laughs> have a culture of playing StarCraft over there that we don't have. Yeah. Like well, it's, any yeah. games, I feel like every time I see a name that just consists of Chinese symbols, I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I guess yeah. gonna murder me. Well, I mean, it's all about <laughs> it's all about APM, right? actions per minute, yeah. and oh, those are insane. They're over a hundred a lot of the time. I mean, the top Korean players for StarCraft, and that's fucking crazy. Well, I guess the top players in general, but many of them are Korean. Oh yeah, I always think I'm decent at StarCraft, and then I go play on BattleNet, and I'm like, wow, I suck. What bracket are you in? <laughs> Hmm? What bracket are you? I haven't played StarCraft 2 in a while. I climbed to like a hundred, top 100 and ladder on the first StarCraft at one point. Like, so I felt like I was alright, but then I kind of didn't play as much, and now I suck. <laughs> gotta play, str- gotta, gotta play uh, whatever the little dudes are with the creep. That and my, my weakness is I get, uh, I get stubborn with the expansions when they come out. Why? I don't know, because I was like, I was already happy with that. What's this new unit? I don't like that new unit. What? I don't want to use that new unit. And everyone's kicking the shit out of me with the new units. Okay. And for some reason, I'm going like, fuck you, I'm classic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know why I do it. But. I don't either, man. Don't do that. Right? It's not World of Warcraft where there's a new class. I get stuck in my ways. I empathize. I, I recently, though, liberated myself from a nearly decade-long World of Warcraft account subscription, and have now, like, now I'm just like, it's whatever, my computer's getting so old, it can't really play many games anymore. Welcome to the other side, Josh. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know what, (laughs) I got Counter-Strike Go, um, or Global Offensive, CSGO, and 
you buy it once, and then you don't gotta pay every month to play it. You just get to play it. It's fucking sweet, <laughs> and it takes like no time. So I can, wait, are we talking? I can play it for five minutes, or I can play it for three hours. But with World of Warcraft, there was just shit like things take a minimum of this long to do. Yeah, and it's all like. Go get those eggs over there and bring them back to me. And I'm going to give you 15 pieces of copper. And you're like, cool, that was fun like six years ago. (laughs) But you still need these eggs? (laughs) I think the first World of Warcraft character I played, I'd never played an MMO before. Oh, it's amazing. Well, and I I had no idea what was going on. So I was just like following this path. And then I ended up like level two in an area with like level thirteen. Yeah. And I was dying to everything, and I couldn't figure out how to get back to the starting point. So I just like deleted that character and then like made a new one. <laughs> it's smart. That's a that's a problem solving approach to things. <laughs> that's like the Kobayashi Maru kind of move. Like, it, you know what? Cheap. <laughs> yeah, just fucking do it again. It's no problem. <clears throat> Well, it's the opening weekend for the new comic yeah, club. I'm stoked. Have, we all been? Have you been to the uh, show? Dude, yeah, I was geeking so hard. Yeah, that place is amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. <sighs> Probably get Adam on here, I imagine. I'm getting excited just thinking That'd be cool. It. Yeah. I've, uh, That'd be cool, Adam. I know, you're, I know you're listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> you're going to see this posted in the comics group, and you may get the ten minutes in that this is. Yeah. If you can get through that crappy talk about computer games. Oh, I would thought you were going to... Some people find it interesting, okay, Casey? And I thought you were making a good poo pun. It gave me time gave me time to fold my laundry while you guys were... Jesus Yeah, I left the table. Christ. You don't do You laundry. are such a freaking jerk. I didn't put it away. I just folded it. What a jerk. Get, you know what the problem is here? Is that your turtle is not... Your neck is not fully turtled. You've only got that little collar thing going. This? Yeah. You need that needs to go up another inch or two and then you'd be jolly. I don't know. <laughs> I think you'd look good in a turtleneck, Casey. He looks smashing. I look, I look yeah. good in everything. Well that's true. That's, that's the true. problem. <laughs> that's the problem. It's <laughs> a curse. You ever worn a turtleneck dicky? I've never worn a turtleneck in my life. I, I, I have a friend that wears one to work. As a part and of the uniform? A, <laughs> she's not a nun. Uh, no, she wears it, like, as a... Just as a thing. Yeah. I Like, wore, under other... Yeah. Because it's hot. Yeah. To wear a whole turtleneck. It's way too hot to wear a turtleneck. But, like, just the... Co- she likes the look. Yeah. But she doesn't like the temperature. Understandable. And it really limits what you can do... Yeah. When you've got a fucking giant... So she has just the neck part? Like, yeah, so Yeah, it's just it, a dickie's just, like, the collar and then the a little bit below. It's the collar and a little, like, square. Like, goes down into, like, a bib kind of... Like, yeah, basically yeah. it's like a rectangle with a collar. And then she puts her shirt over it so she can get, like, the turtleneck collar on, like... It's a very specific style. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know they you, still sold You put them, like, under a jacket and it looks like you're wearing, like, a turtleneck... Under like a blazer or a, like but really a, you're shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's that fun. Interesting. I had it to wear one fun, in, uh, <laughs> We had to wear them in marching band for Chase Middle School. Ah. Or turtleneck dickies. Nerd. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck, turtleneck dicky? That's a series of words that mean something in America." <laughs> what did you play in marching band? The same thing I played in all the other bands. Fucking trombone, dude. Uh, okay. Which you would know yeah. if you were in band, because I am a total boner. I got a buddy who's a boner on the WSU. 
Oh, for sure. Was it Martin Onstott? Nope. Adam okay. Llewellyn. Oh. There you go. <laughs> anyway, you Those know. sound like douchebags. <clears throat> Martin. You're all right. Uh, boy, I don't want to say that he's a douchebag, but you can find him on a website that is for people that do reading, like recorded reading or voice acting. Mm-hmm. Like the people that read books on tape. He has a submission on one of those in which he states that he and his wife gave up the television in their house and just began to read classic literature to one another. Oh, my God. And that's how he discovered that he had a good reading voice. Ugh. And, I mean, this was my... My wife told me I have a good reading voice. This is my best friend in high school. And he was really bummed that I followed him down to WSU because I think he was trying to detach. And I was like... Nope. Nope. <laughs> Gonna live in the here's same dorm, bro. Here's you. Here's Josh. <laughs> yeah. But then I found, like, alcohol and pussy and living in the fraternity. And he found a girl that likes him to read to her. Oh, the way you started that sentence, I thought it was going to be like you found his alcohol and you were like, why? Why? And, like, the oh, of the no, 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 no. <laughs> the alcohol found me, dude. <laughs> Turns out that that's what the, happens in Pullman. It, well, yeah, and the fraternities get lists of all the incoming freshmen, like way before, like way ahead of time. Like I'm not even talking about rush. I'm just talking like about like they we, start recruiting early. Yeah, and they start as as calling kids before you get your uh, admittance letter, mm-hmm. saying that you're Sometimes. in the school. The fraternity already has your name. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe not quite that. Wow. It's very similar, dude. So, like, you know, the summer before I went to college, this fraternity kept calling me. He's like, hey, man, you got to come down, check out the frat. And then when I went to the orientation, right, they came and, like, walked me to the fraternity, and I got to take a tour when I was down there on orientation on a little break. And I was like, this seems way cooler than a dormitory. <laughs> I didn't get recruited. Well, you're not as cool as me, clearly. Clearly not. Uh, I didn't either. No. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> no, you were trying to make me feel better. <laughs> no, no, he he's not. I, no, he wasn't. The best part about that kind of attitude yeah. is that, like, there's no reason for this perceived, like, superiority thing in the fraternities. Like, I don't get why people think that fraternity dudes are just sitting in there going, Oh, yeah. That dude, not cool enough to be a fucking member of our frat. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think, like, it's, it's, like, frat bros can be douchey, right? But everyone can be douchey. It's not yeah. limited to fraternities. And honestly, most of the time, the meetings where you, like, vote if people can be a part of the unit or not, like, imagine if you had that luxury, like, in your, like, collegiate apartment situation. Oh, wait, you already do. You get to choose who to live with. Like, I don't understand why it would be any different just because it's a big group of dudes. Like, why would a big group of dudes be like, well, this guy, he doesn't get along with us. Uh, He doesn't have the same interests as us at all. And, (laughs) frankly, he's a pain in the ass. So, he should live here. Like, you'd never fucking do that to yourself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't go on Craigslist and put a, a roommate wanted ad up and take the first applicant unless you're fucking nuts. Well, uh, if the first applicant's, like, really, really good. Yeah, but you always well, check two at least. And if, if you get to the point where you have to put an ad up for a roommate wanted, right? you need to, like, 
check yourself. What? You probably don't have enough friends, or at least enough real ones. <laughs> oh, word. Word. Because you know I mean? living with friends is great. Really? I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You best... guys make it okay up here. Well, we're all adults now. Right. Well, that's yeah. another thing. That doesn't happen a lot when you're actually an adult. By the time you're actually an adult, you're either so jaded on living with other people because most people have been dicks when they were younger or you're in some kind of relationship and doing it. Or you're just like, fuck everyone. Like me. And you live in a weird studio. That's how I was until... I know. ...over long ago. Me and my buddy, like, who always got along and were seriously just, like, best buds, like, through high school and everything and always hung out. Like, we moved in together. Like, a month later, we were, like, so fucking pissed at each other and hated it. I'm still, God, I'm still mad at him for eating leftovers from like 10 years ago. Not today. Yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, we were going to do a big whiskey blowout for St. Patrick's Day. But then I drank too much whiskey. I was going to say, side. but it turns out that we did do a big whiskey blowout on St. Patrick's Day, which was Thursday. Yeah. And you guys went to Spokane Comedy Club on I've been there Thursday, every right? night. Yeah. I went last night for the first time. Did you go to the late show or the early show? Went to the late show. Which I kind of, <coughs> like... Well, I heard that the early show was sold out or close to it. It was sold out. So I went to the late one. You would have been able to get in. I mean, oh, I know. I just, you know... Right. I wasn't downtown really in time to, to go to the early show. And I kind of wanted to see what a late show was like. Right. Because I was like, wonder what the... like. If the crowd's gonna be really drunk or like what it's like everybody was like pretty much well behaved. Everybody's been pretty well behaved the whole night. The Friday show, the early show, there was a little rambunctiousness. There was one dude when I I left to go smoke and I came back in and there was a dude at the door, like right basically at the end of the show, who was all hot and bothered about something and I was like, dude, you know there's only like two more bits in the whole show. <laughs> and then maybe the encore bit, like, but like, there's like less than fifth, like twelve minutes. Just whatever the indignity you suffered, just you know, suck yeah. it up, suck and it up. There, the comedy. He was pissed about the comedy. No, I don't freaking know, dude. It was some big. I didn't stay and listen to the whole thing. I just went to go find Renee to yeah. let her know, like, hey, something's going down. And by the time I had addressed the situation with her, the server was there with. Us, you know, explaining everything to her, and I was like, "Cool, I'm not needed. <laughs> I'm gonna go over here and continue to not." You know what I mean? It's really fun. Know, he was probably pissed that there's a last call. <laughs> <laughs> what? We were here all night long. Right. Oh, dude, I could imagine <laughs> that. It's been. I've been pretty fortunate to, like, I feel like I've been, you know, to have the ability to go to all those shows, and. uh it might be time for Stephen Ty and Josh Tiefert's group gloat. Yeah, I think What's that was a, that would have been a really good segue had you not made it. Yeah. So abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> this is very abrupt. Okay, it was. I'm not known for tact. No. Or, or yeah. you know, kind of a bull in a china shop, unless I'm wearing a suit. If I have a tie on, I can reel it in. 
Well, is that what it takes? But that's that's just, about what it takes. That just yeah. comes down to airflow. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he can't give enough oxygen. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. so the only way to slow Josh down is just to restrict his oxygen uh, yeah. flow. Yeah, if I got a hold of an O2 bottle, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> so, no. So there was then the first round of comedians that are from Spokane that get to host has largely been announced. And it is, from what I know, Mr. Philip Kopsinski, Mr. Stephen Johnson, Mr. Harry Riley. You could say Mr. Mr. Josh Stephen Ty. There we say both. <laughs> there we go. And those guys. Yeah. Those other two. Which is sweet because it's, dude, for me, what's the best about it, like, I'm, I obviously, I'm grateful and all that, but this is, I feel like ahead of schedule. From what was discussed, yeah, yeah, in the meeting, which is awesome because hopefully that means they've seen some more good stuff out of us, or people yeah. are being proactive and helpful, or whatever the thing is that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, and I'm super stoked about it because, yeah. like, I feel not to toot my own horn, but I'm real good at that. And Tooting your own horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm very important to myself. <laughs> But I feel like the five, I feel like those five names are people that can, will do well. Totally. And, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, it's also kind of like a little bit of pressure. You know what I mean? No, it's nice. I like a little bit of pressure. You know I what know, I mean? I don't feel pressured. I'm, I'm ready for it now. Yeah? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm not really worried. Yeah. I just think it's, it's performance pressure though, dude. You've got to do well. You gotta do well. You can't tank those shows. I said I'm not worried. I know. Dude, it just sounds... been there, like, 300 people, like, it's so freaking easy. Like, once you get that many people... God. Boy, and that's the other thing, is they seat really aggressively to the front, and will combine tables of two together into four tops, so that more people are in the front, rather than giving them a bunch of room to spread out. And when you crush the front full of people like that, it's so sweet. And you're right. I mean, well, it adds like an intimacy, intimacy to it. Like everyone's yeah. like there together, like shoulder to shoulder. They're like yeah. all part of like. Oh, dude, for sure. But so you're like right. You, one person starts laughing, and everyone starts laughing. Like spreads. Got to get that first person to laugh, though, dude. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not worried about it either. But I do. Let's pull, pull out the six well. shooters. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, pull out the fucking six shooters. Just Don Parkins that shit. Oh yeah. my god, dude. <laughs> Just rework some street jokes or someone else's, you know, shit yeah. to make it change two words. So it sounds good for you. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to start off with that relationship stuff. Hey man, my relationship stuff. stuff is fine. I wish I had some of it. I've had relationships, but I don't have relationship jokes at all. It's like, it's, it is, it's like, uh, every skateboarder does a kickflip, right? But if you're really into skateboarding, then you can tell what dude it is just from watching the, like, the minute details of the action. You know what I mean? Like, people have a style in the way they do things. Mm -hmm. Like, so the, you know, everybody does relationship stuff fine that's because it's universal but the style with which you do it is really the key it's not 
I don't. I think people get overly concerned about having a hundred percent fresh premise. It's not the topic yeah. that gets to me. It's more so like I've I've always I've been going with that as my opener for like a year now. Fucking change like, it up. I'd like to, but God, it's so it's like damn near a hundred percent success rate on it. Which is why it's at my paid shows and I open with it. And Perfect. Like, well, that's a different ball. And I, well, I haven't found anything else of mine yet that has that high of a success rate. Yeah, I haven't worked anything into that yet, though. Have yeah. No, no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I got my closer, too, but... Right. You know, the Ugh. success rate, like, basically, once I kind of measure the, the success Five rate of a certain one... In. And I just finally wrote a callback closer, <laughs> like, a couple months ago. Oh, my God. Four and a half years, basically, is what it took. Hey. I'm just my Some brain never do it. does not get callbacks, like yeah. the way that I write, the way that I accrue my material. It does not lend oh, itself me, me naturally. Too, like even on stage, like once I've done the thing, like I've I've moved on. Yeah, like I I'm over that concept. Like, but that's kind of but that's why I respect. That's how it works. Also, is if you've moved on, right? Then you know the crowd's moved on. But that's that's right. what makes an effect. It's almost callback, it makes it, me feel. Go ahead. That's what makes it effective is if you can get everybody in the room to forget about it yeah. for just enough time and then bring it back. It's such a valuable yeah, that's true. tool. But so now that I have one, should I try to write more to it? Do I don't think? think... I think only do it if it's if it's like a natural... Well, right. ...tag or something. Or I literally improv it on stage one night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. That's, those are the best. Yeah. They just come out of nowhere. Yeah. And you can just add it was, them Well, it's the only way I feel like I was going to get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like the Naruto of comedy. The what? Don't worry about it. It's not a reference for you. It is awesome when that happens, though. You're on stage and, like, just you're in the middle of a bit and all of a sudden out of nowhere you just decide to, like, plug this random fucking line in the middle of it and then you get off and go, Where the, what the hell and was that? that? your biggest laugh. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you remember that point being the bigger <laughs> laugh and you're like, but what did I... What, but I, I spent three I days that? trying to write that one line that I skipped yeah. to say that shit, but yeah. I love uh, <laughs> when I would listen to comedy podcasts before I started, they'd talk about how they'd be doing their time almost like reflexively and in the middle of their, like, they're saying their bits, but in their brain they're going over like what order shit needs to be in. Or oh, yeah. Like, and like... That has started to be a thing for me recently. Like, being able to do that... That's a good feeling. That's what was able to allow me to write that callback on stage. Because I was like, oh, I'm already saying something really close to this. Yeah. I can just take this back to my other joke. It's a short jump to take people on. Right. And it fucking killed it. I actually have the recording of it. It's, you know, just because I try to listen to my stuff every now and then. Yeah. Just to make sure it's actually decent. You know? Oh, you have to. I think yeah. you do, and I think I need to do more of it. Every bit before I put it on a page, I definitely make sure I watch myself do it first. Yeah? Yeah. Oof. I don't know about watching myself. That sounds brutal. Dude, that's, that has a lot to do with it. you got to watch your mannerisms, like how you're saying No, I don't, I don't like to know it. It's terrible. <laughs> no, you have to, though. I know, watch I've seen it. body it's, language. No, I don't like it at all. I'd have to do a lot of different stuff that I don't like doing. I got a lot of fidgets that I hate, and I know I have them because I've seen them. They're little ticks. There's nothing wrong with correcting them. Though. No, that's what I need to do, but I hate the concept of that. Like the whole concept of changing 
I don't like the concept that I got to consider those like part of yourself and you're like, wait, I don't want to change who I am. Yeah. And like, frankly, (laughs) most of the shit I got to change is just like getting in better shape. So my clothes fit. And I don't mean just like, it (laughs) seriously is that like I could look thinner and that would help a lot of shit, but also like, that's what I did. Louis CK has that bit about when you eat, like when you're getting fatter and like your pants start to get tight and then you eat so much that your belly shoves them down below your waist and then they get really loose again and you yeah. feel like you ate yourself through. Yeah, they're like, oh, my pants are full. I must right. be losing weight. Exactly. I've eaten my way to the other side. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like I'm in perpetually in that state where I can like cinch my pants up to where they're supposed to be and it's just not as comfortable as I'd like to be or I can wear them a little lower yeah. and then they're kind of like, it's you got to adjust them yeah. And even if I, even if they were like stable in place now, I've done that for, I've been like fat for so long that I reflexively just do the most. I just like, it's like a, yeah, it's like a twitch. Oh, it's like a, yeah. It's just like a comfort tick thing. That's so funny. Mine, yeah. mine is, mine is my shirt. Cause for like, I, I'm really sensitive to like, I hate when I feel the t-shirt like against my uh, apple. Sure. And just the way my body's built, usually it kind of hikes back like that. So I get Dude. to a point where I'm. So, like, usually I'm doing this yeah. shoulder shrug. My stuff goes like, the, the other way. Doing? You got Tourette's? What are you What's wrong with them? I have, I have to wear clothes, new clothes, around the house for at least a couple of days before I'll wear them out. That's, why did I never think Because I just Because he's so fucking that smart, seems fucking dude. fucking logical. He's like a savant. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not dumb, but you just, you, you're so practical. Well, they're well, so practical this and comes from common like, sense. This comes from right. when I was like a baby. Cool, but I would at least try. I would like throw a huge fit if my parents put new clothes on me and then took you out. And just no, if I just if they put it on, I hated anything new. Oh. So my parents figured out that somehow that if they put the clothes in my crib while I was sleeping, <coughs> and then immediately try to put like big put my clothes on on me, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I just had to, like, have my smell on it or something. No, it's just... But, yeah, I'm not... I just have to wear shit. No, but it's this whole thing. Like, when you say stuff like that, it's, like, it's so practical on how much common sense it is that I'm, like... But he's not bragging about it. He's not, like, you idiot. It doesn't come from an elevated position. It's more so him just (laughs) stating... Yeah, it doesn't come from an elevated position. It's him just going, like... Yeah, it's the weird. Sense. It's like a weird. It's a weird <laughs> neurosis. You're yeah. so Casey has done a better job of crushing the ego than almost anyone I know, and to the point where, like, when you took mushrooms for the first time you ever took mushrooms, <laughs> you didn't. He didn't go through a lot of the stereotypical nonsense of like, like. Can I have a couple ice cubes, please, sir? Like, he was just like, yeah, I'm fine. I get it. I'm content in how yeah. everything is going. And yeah, I'm high. <laughs> I get what's happening. And he wasn't like, oh, my God, man, I've been fucking up my whole life and not doing it this way. Like, like most people, the first time they take psychedelics, they realize how fucking stupid they've been being their whole lives by not chasing <laughs> their passions. Casey did it went, no, no, I've been pretty awesome. Seriously, he was like... <laughs> It wasn't like that. <laughs> well, no, but for someone watching you go through it, I was like, holy... I remember you, the next day you tried to talk to me about it. I was so fucking impressed. I was like, this is crazy. And he's like, yeah, I've got a lot of Taoism and stuff. And I was like, oh, that fucking makes sense. He's got a little what, Eastern spiritual... Taoism. Oh, Taoism. Gotcha. Sorry, yeah. I thought I thought I heard some weird, like, medication that I'd never heard of or something. 
He's got a lot of yeah. Xanax. You know, you know why the shrooms didn't work? Because of all the Taoism back to <laughs> does, does it not sound like a pill? No. No, I'm sorry. Ism. It, well, now that you're Dowie. saying it with emphasis on the phonetics of it, and that, yes, of course. Popped a couple Dowies. And if, <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. Dowies. A couple Dowies. Uh, oh, why did I take such a big gulp? Well, I don't been, know. Not a bit chilled very long. That is woo. Yeah. So we're drinking makers, Mark. Yeah. Well, I just went from like a watered down. Oh, goal. I know. That's why I'm like sitting here. And I and I went at this one with the same vigor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the beer's for. Mm. The beer's just sip while the ice does its magic on the whiskey. Or I guess which, I should say bourbon. Which, by the way, if my dad was listening to this, he would be kicking my ass. Like, he's the type that's like, why are you putting ice in that? Why That ruins the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Why is the ice in mm-hmm. there? Like, yeah, no, my dad's pretty. It's Nuh-uh, personal. dad. He has his whiskey stones, those. That's fine. Oh. Yeah. But he also, just doesn't like the water. Also, he. I like to open up the flavor. He does buy, like, a little bit nicer whiskey. No, I get it, but I still, I will drink all whiskeys with with either a splash of water or ice. Like, dude, I love all whiskeys. What about Jameson? The only one I can't, I can't do Jim Beam. Why? I don't know why. I think you can drink good. Jack Daniels. I don't like Jim or Jack. I can't do Jack Daniels. Jack is like its own weird whiskey. It's super, super charred. I don't, I don't, I don't like it at all. Ugh. You know what? I think a big deal with Jack Daniels, why people like us don't like it, is because of the people who do like it. Uh, possibly. <laughs> it's a huge thing. It's like I wouldn't like to admit it, but no, possibly. it's fine. It's like I, you know what? If I met Dave Matthews personally and he played a song for me, I would shit my pants. <laughs> but going to a concert full of Dave Matthews fans, fan or band fans, like yeah. I don't, I want zero parts of that, dude. I want zero <laughs> parts of that. Would be another equivalent, Def Leppard. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can remember getting cut off by a dickhole on the highway on the way to Barter Fair who had a Death Leopard bumper sticker. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, take a photo of it. And I wanted to put up a tweet being like, doesn't it figure that this is the guy who cuts me off? <laughs> like the dick bag with the Death Lep sticker. Uh, ACDC? <laughs> nah. No way. I would actually, for some reason. Go on. I hate to say it, but for some reason, Journey. Even though Journey's <laughs> awesome. You don't like people who like Journey? No, just like the the stigma that's attached to it, like what people perceive of like the... Tell me know. more about what you think of Casey. I think of Casey? I know he loves Journey. Yeah. I, I don't love it as, <laughs> much, as you, much as other bands. Are you kidding uh, me? I revisited Journey and started listening to it a ton again because I heard his jokes about Journey. <laughs> you know, you should I went and re-listened. I was like, you know what? Journey is fucking awesome. You know what I had a similar realization about? The band Boston. I was like, I was like, name a bad song by Boston. Even their ballad, even Amanda, is like a tolerable ballad. See, now we're getting into territory where I'm not knowledgeable enough. You don't know about your classic rock? No, I know of pretty good amount but I'm not I've never been good at song titles and oh I see, I see like I just, I've never been you good at that play Amanda on your trombone form well so here's the thing about my trombone is that um, when I was younger I didn't have a concept of what money or value was because I grew up a little spoiled because I was an only child yeah you know what I mean 
And my parents got me a trombone, and I just beat the shit out of it, dude. Like, I beat the fucking shit out of that like trombone. Like, you're the kid that showed up to band without a case for your instrument? Almost. <laughs> I am the kid that would set up six trombone cases in a pyramid and then throw mine down the hallway towards it in trombone bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used you. to just like I used to just want last and reaction like I was just I just starved for attention and yeah. you know you could just take your trombone in the case and throw it down the stairs <laughs> and it was basically fine <laughs> every now and then it would get a dent put your, Josh put your trombone away burn 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 I would never physically like abuse it like that oh. but like I did throw it around in the case a lot to the point where the slide is really fucked up and the spit valve doesn't really work anymore <laughs> still talking about your trombone right? yeah okay yeah I love and playing trombone I have a clarinet now that I'm going to teach myself how to play I wish I taught myself an instrument your neighbors are going to love you I can already play the clarinet oh I just want to learn how to play it proficiently gotcha so I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to go through the horrible squeaky phase for like, yeah. it'll take like a, a month or two to get my embouchure correct, mm-hmm. but once I have my embouchure, I'm fine. Just make sure you wet, wet your reeds. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I might even go so far as to buy a plastic reed just while I'm learning. I wish I could teach myself, but I've tried piano, I tried, I believe clarinet at one point, I tried to teach myself. Clarinet guitar. is hard to teach yourself because of the, the, the way that you have to condition the muscles in your mouth yeah. like the, the the form of your mouth playing the, the instrument is called your embouchure and getting that down is super fucking annoying and hard I think what bugs me about instruments and I hope I, I know the beginning of the sentence is going to sound extremely arrogant but by the end of it I hope I sound more humble that like I feel like I, I have I like already a really, know what it is well so I feel like it. I feel like I have like a pretty good I can pick up on beats and notes and like things that are syn- like synchronization I feel like I can pick up on them like that's off to- tune I don't need, I'm not even reading the sheet music and I could tell you were like an eighth of a note off I could tell you were off like I could hear that so I think when I try and teach myself an instrument, I'm just like this haggard fucking idiot just strumming at a guitar. I'm like, you will never be with. You don't are. allow yourself to and grow. Just like, yeah, exactly. It's all about it's all about pacing. You know what I mean? Like, when you teach yourself guitar, you don't start out with Ozzy Osbourne songs. You know what I mean? You start out with "Come as You Are" by Nirvana. Well, anything I do, anything I do, like if I was to like really let myself get into teaching myself guitar, like that is all I would do every second of every day, like constantly until I mastered it. So like basically, I kind of gauge. I'm like, do I want to invest that much time in learning guitar? Because you know what you're gonna do. Quote learning guitar. You're gonna like get to a with You can't moderate it. yourself? No, I've never had anyone say Maybe that is a life goal. And I don't mean that I as just a judgment. At, I just aim at a comedy now. That's all. <laughs> right, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to pursue other things. Diversify, man. You need... I, I do. I, I'm really good all right, at that's Diablo true. and Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> and I have a 1.86 KD ratio on Call of Duty. Well... I don't give two shits about Cock of Duty. Damn. That's him just being jealous of my KD. No, I play Counter-Strike, uh, which is like an actual FPS where things matter. You don't just spray It mattered when it was good. Which it is. Mm. No, CSGO is good. Condition Zero was terrible. 
one point six was amazing. Condition Zero was terrible. CS:GO is actually good. I wish I could play Counter Strike. I just don't have a powerful enough computer. I just have like a MacBook. Oh, because I have a seven-year-old computer, (laughs) and I play it fine. Casey, I know that you have a really old computer. Yeah, I don't play shit on it. I don't think you can play shit on it. Because I'm too busy doing other stuff. <laughs> like oh. crushing ass. That's true. Are you PC, bro? <laughs> I'm on a hunger strip. You know what was really fucking cool, though? As <laughs> uh, at the show, on the early show, last yeah. night, Ness showed up with her friend, right? And yeah. they, we, I had sat the people at her table and then her. And the people that were there first, like, it makes a lot more sense for a couple to sit on the same, like, left-right side as opposed to the same front-back side. Wait, what do you mean? Like, if you're showing up to the, the club and you get seated at a four... Oh, five, like, one of them has their back to the stage and one of them is facing the stage. Well, they're both facing the stage, but I think it's better when, the like, one couple is... When they're in line with each other as opposed to shoulder-to-shoulder. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because when they're in line, one of them can kind of flare out a little bit, and they can kind of, like, angle their body back to their yeah. companion, and then they have their personal zone. That's a good way to look at that. But, like, if yeah. they're sitting shoulder to shoulder in the front, and they want to have a little chat or say a thing quietly, then they're in front of the people yeah. behind them. Right. And the people at Ness's table were doing that in the back, but they were just not so friendly. So, they were... Sitting shoulder to shoulder on the back end of the table. On the back of the table, and then Vanessa and her friend were split up. Yeah. I feel like across the yeah. table. You sh- they should be sharing a corner, each of them. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Why is that like. I don't know. It was hard for some reason. I think without, but, our, so I think without our hand motions. They'll fucking the, figure it out, okay? They're smart people. They're, they need to share. I guess we're focusing go, on the wrong thing. Guys, they if have. You, if you go to the club and you're. You'll see. As a pair. Sit and share a corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not shoulder to, to shoulder. No. Yeah. More like in line. Yeah. Better. So like, look. Or wait. A, or was the shoulder? Just to shoulder don't worry about it. You're share a, a corner. You're in a public place with 300 people. You're gonna have to make contact. Right. With There's somebody. concession that needs to occur. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, so some people no showed up in VIP, and because she knew everyone, he was Adam was like, hey. I think that girl that you guys know wants to sit up in VIP? And he comped them up to VIP. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it was super sweet. So it's that's yet another Adam's. reason for you to go and support the show is that yeah. there's always they a chance. See, they remember faces. Oh, dude, yeah. for sure they remember faces. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're actually extremely good at that. Like, they're... Oh, it's embarrassing to us. Yeah, I'm, like, actually ashamed. <laughs> I know. Me, like, look at me like, Steven, how are you doing? How's your fiancé, Allison? How's your cat, Thanos? How are, uh, this is how are those enchiladas you had on Monday? Like, it's like, Jesus. Dude, uh, what was your name again? This is, like, the reality, the professional reality of comedy, slapping Spokane in the face. And not, like, we weren't necessarily prepared, whatever, right. but, like... Are you talking about as far as networking? No, but I'm talking... Well, I'm talking about professionalism. Like... Oh yeah, when yeah, I came yeah. back from Seattle so this, in 2015, okay. and I was on my hype, my hype train for a year of professionalism. Right, like wanted to make shit like very much more professional than Advent. Right, yeah. these people are legitimately professional. Okay, this operation is legitimately professional. This is now their yeah. second comedy venue, 
They didn't pull any punches. Around. They're not using cheap, old, reclaimed shit from Spokane discount, you know, or restaurants. Like, they bought nice I, shit. I, I knew it the second it. he said, like, I actually really loved that he said it. He said, if you bug me and bug me for an opportunity and I give you an opportunity and it doesn't go well, I'm probably never going to ask you again. Right. Like, yeah. He's like, so don't ask me for anything that you don't think you're actually ready for. Oh, it was, was so like, good. Dude, I loved that shit. Like, well, I'll never ask when someone who was late mm-hmm. asked a question about shit he already gone over, and he, his response was just, "You need to ask." You're gonna have to comments. ask someone who was here because yeah. I'm not gonna do. Say but he, like thing. he wasn't yeah. a dick about it though. He was just no, like, he's just he's matter like, of fact. Hey, um, it I reminded me. That. It reminded me a lot of like a college class when you're out of yeah the 100 level, 200 level, and you're up right in the upper, upper echelon. Yes, but also what I was trying to tell. Uh, well, I shouldn't use it. I was trying to tell one of the comics and brought it up. It's like they were like, "Dude, if he, he says if like we're not ready, should like like we got to be make sure we're ready because he won't ask us again. It's like a one time shot thing, and like he seemed worried about. It. I was like, but also keep in mind that the reason he says that is he wants the comics and wants the people that sentences like that don't worry them. Right. They yeah. they hear that and they go like, okay, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, when's right. the next show? And also the the sentence the like the actual. Like the the actual fucking syntax of what he was saying wasn't if he asks you to do something and you fuck up, you're fucked. It was no, if you were was, pestering him. Yeah. If you were the one pressing him for the opportunity and then he and got an, he got annoyed up, and he finally gave it to you and then you fuck it up. Then you're fucked. Yeah. But if he thinks you're ready and you're not ready, I think you have a lot better chance. I honestly I don't think though, honestly though, vindictive people. The vibe, dude, he's ran the Tacoma Comedy Club for so long. Honestly, the vibe I get off of him, where is if he thinks you're ready, you're ready. Yeah, and, like, and that's the vibe I get off. God of forbid him. he'd still be listening yeah. to this. He knows. <laughs> they know what the he. They know what they want in the show. Like, yeah, they've seen enough fucking comedy shows to know. Right, they deal what they want out of it, and they can tell within probably like a minute of you being on stage whether or not they want you yeah. to do that. Right, <clears throat> and I think they've seen enough shows with enough different crowds to know like, okay, this is this kind of crowd. I'm looking for this range of a reaction. <laughs> I did you know, like yeah. I did like the I was at the Friday show. The whole the host said a poop joke or something. It was like a second one or something. And he was like, God damn, Spokane, you guys really like poop jokes, don't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, we did. We've been training then, them. And then Mitch Burroughs, 15 minutes into his set, he mentioned something about the toilet paper at Costco. Oh, dude, they went nuts. Yeah, yeah. and he, he stopped and went, God damn, Spokane, you do love your poop jokes, don't you? It's like, <laughs> like, Jesus. Poop because it's funny. Yeah. Look, it doesn't we're, take we're a lot sim- to amuse simple. us. Exactly. We're <laughs> simple folks with simple yeah. needs. <clears throat> like, I got a goddaughter, and her mom's trying to teach her to say mama, and her dad's trying to teach her to say dada, and I'm trying to teach her how to say poop. <laughs> it's a really easy word. It's a starter word. <laughs> I think the hard P consonants makes it tough for the baby. Oh, like the puh, puh. You know, like... Dumb, uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't start with the poop. I. I like. I think I. I well, I, I, I. I guess I started with a facet of the poop department because I te- taught my niece how to say butthole. There so I go. feel like I did a good job. Did she pronounce it correctly? She did. Lo- little, little bit of emphasis on the H, but well, uh, solid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, shit. That's a no big word for a little kid. But she got it across to the. To the waitress at the restaurant. 
fucking rot. <laughs> she knew she was being called a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care so much for the waitress as much as her dad. I wanted to make sure he knew. <laughs> Go tell your dad that he's a butthole. <laughs> yep. Don't tell him I taught you that. Hey, I, I yeah. grew up in a family of four boys. Yeah, really. <laughs> butthole, butthole, butthole. We're all very mature. You sound mature. Do I? No. Okay. I have a cousin who's first. I feel like my voice can be deceiving because I'm, I'm much less mature than my voice suggests. suggests. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you're fine. You're, you're right on target. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're right on target. You don't have a lot I'm of... Go, I'm thinking purely from an auditory standpoint. You don't have a lot of gravel in your voice. A lot of gravel? Yeah, there's not you a can. lot of miles. You can, no, but you don't have a lot of no, vocal fry in your inflection. I can yeah. put a little more. Yeah, obviously you can, yeah. but it's not your everyday speaking. It can, it can you don't have, you don't have like, a high-pitched voice. You just have, like... Is, no, just, is, is, is like, lilting? Lilting? I just choose to put the high pitch in there. Like, yeah. people find it intimidating. No, I don't believe High pitch? <laughs> I don't know. Find high pitch no, <laughs> Okay, th- uh, this is high pitch for me. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I hear the most. Yeah. Well, I, I like that. It doesn't, but like, what do you want, how do you want to sound? I think sound younger than, no. and more sprightly than older and all like. I say sound younger, but. You look young. As far as like the, the you know what I mean? as far as the I sound so. waves, sound younger. But what you say should sound like you're 80. And yes. at the world. That's, AKA that's actually my approach. AKA in, in <laughs> old soul. In daily life. Yeah. <laughs> that's your approach? You try to sound young? Like but your words carry a lot of weight. No. I'm, I'm Hi, just... guys. My name's Casey Strange. <laughs> what do you want in your burrito? You guys want some nice gluten-free corn tortillas? Yeah, yeah that's what I said. People would freak out. Regular, oh, regular customers. What's, like, cus- what's your customer service for? I don't like, think I have like one. He doesn't. I, he, they, don't, the they don't need one at the Nino Burrito. They don't use it there. It's that a, is true. It's, They're it's, very much like, what do you want in your burrito? It is irrelevant at that job. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's a burrito. There's I don't know. I have, to, to discuss. I have to put a customer yeah. service voice no. on. Like usually, it's you kind of like this. Yeah. That's how I, yeah. I have to be at like a corporate restaurant. You just have to kind of bring it up a little bit. You Dude, know? Yeah. I get it. I no, I'm, I'm very... doing it at the comedy club when I'm seating people. Yeah, I'm right back in Denny's voice, dude. I'm right back in Danny's voice and I'm like asking him questions that I don't give a shit about the answer to and it's the same it depends on the customer though if I get the kind of look from them like when I give them my normal like kind of peppy like intro if I see that they're kind of like um yeah just iced tea I'll bring it down Uh, next time I come there no no, I bring it down no no I bring it down (laughs) no I did it's, Josh it's, okay. raises That's it. why this Josh guy gets twenty five percent across the board. All right. Josh goes all in on that. Dude, I make I do twenty percent consistently. I would hope so. The game is. I mean, fifteen percent is no longer acceptable. Yeah. yeah Let me sure rephrase that. Fifteen percent is acceptable in a situation where everything happened. Yeah. As long as everything happened, and but like if there needs to be like no extra effort. Right. If the, if your server. If everything happened, but your server didn't pay close, like like if they didn't, if they, they literally could attention. not have given two shits oh, no. about like, with you. Me, fifteen percent means you did a bad job. No, like no, no it's like as far as how I tip. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, dude. Fifteen percent is reasonable 
And then here's what I'm going to say that for. No, I'm just saying, like, my gauge. Oh. But I'm a server, so it's way different. Yeah, and, and, like, as a guy who last worked in the kitchen in the industry, I now refuse to tip almost. Really? Yeah, I do it only because I want people to continue to serve me in a generous That's manner. That's what a tip is. I get that. But yeah. I, I don't do it because of the service. I do it for the bribery. I don't do it because I think I'm actually getting good service. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I mean, like, let's just be really honest about that. And in the reality of that situation... Okay, I get it. I need to be a little no, quicker. you guys are great at the bar. But I mean, like, in a restaurant, <laughs> in a restaurant situation, most of that tip is not... None of that, basically, hardly any of it, rather, is going to get to the kitchen. To, to go back just a couple ways, you know, I said, like, I adjust with people because I just had this yeah, thought. Please. Like, along. The reason I adjust with people is usually, like, if you bring a bit down, if you come right in, like, super peppy, mm-hmm. and they're, like, kind of sitting there, like, yeah, I'm just iced tea, mm-hmm. like, this fucking super peppy, yeah. annoying, energetic server, whatever. Yeah. If you bring it down to their level, you can kind of slowly amp it up through the meal. Mm-hmm. And usually, no, you can, dude. It's I, like I'm a aware that you can. You come down to I it. don't do that. Yeah, and then, like, it's no, not, and then you bring it in, and you, you kind of say something once they order their food. That kind of makes them smile, and then you bring them their food, and they smile like it. You just you got to come down to their level, and then kind of bring them up with you. I'm not there to make friends. It's I'm not there. about making friends. No, but I don't. Like, that's actually, not. I'm just saying, like, that's not. I get what you're saying. It's smart, but that's just that was never my strategy. But also, you do have to realize when a person like I just is dead set on hey, uh, take my order. Bring me my food and let me just sit here and eat, okay? If they are like, dead have, set upon it. You have to be able to read that, too. It, yes. But if they give me an inch, I'm taking a mile. <laughs> okay? You say fucking anything other than the food items you want brought to you, it's fucking on. And here's why. On is in, like, you're annoyed or, like, you jump into it and you really... Oh, like I mean... Okay, theater is what... Like, it's always been a passion of mine, right? I love theater. Dude, the, the serving floor is the theater. You're Ex- on the show the whole fucking exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that means that that's my fucking stage. Yeah. You're a shitty audience, that's your fucking fault. I'm here to have fun. No such thing as a bad audience. No, that's not true. There are lots of things such as... There's, mm-hmm. okay, I, I personally believe that. Okay, like well then, then tell me why... Not like with 100% like definitive there's never been a bad audience. I mostly mean that like as like right. a mantra... But to why yourself is Jim in order Jeffries to make sure you're back to Spokane. Well, as, like as a mantra to yourself, <laughs> that's more directed as like a mantra to yourself to make sure that you deliver the best no matter what. One hundred percent. It happened to be my first. Not so much as a definitive. There really is no such thing as a bad audience. Yeah, but there definitely is such a thing as a bad audience. You definitely know. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But we're on the same page. Jim Jeffries got paid. Yeah. So. But he's not <clears throat> coming back. I know that. Well, hopefully, know, dude, we hopefully SEC. SEC can get him. But right. you know, like yeah. he's not going to go back to the Bing. Because SEC know. is a room that Jim Jeffries would perform. It's because it's because the venue, like the Bing, as a venue, they don't at that point, the, did not know how to handle a comedy show. Right. And a lot of venues in town don't know how to handle it. Right. They Most of them don't. Bing. Yeah. That's why he, now. Yeah. That, to me, is the main reason to be hopeful about this shit. Fuck yeah. Mm. I mean, it's just... Well, well, not the main, but it's a very good reason. Just, like, all their all their announcements, saying you, mm-hmm. wouldn't, you wouldn't have your phone out and talk during a movie, don't do it. Dude, and that was yeah. such a classic way to do it, where they put Louis C.K.'s talk on Conan about people being yeah. on their phones up there. <clears> yeah. Played that, like, two-minute bit, and then, like, afterwards said, hey, keep off your... Sub-. I thought it was, like, I a classy way to yeah. say, hey, just watch the show, man. I had just heard this thing on <laughs> NPR, yes, like... A few hours before I went to the show. Is that right? 
where at theaters in London they've started Thank you, doing this thing that they started doing that started in China originally at like live performances when someone's on their phone or like their phone goes off they'll just shoot like a laser at them just to like shame them into putting their phone away instead of like having nice. having to have an usher like go down the aisle and talk to them and disrupt right. the whole room that's fucking problem they just they now. just get quietly shamed until they put their phone away and then it's like one guy starts another nice. usher start like so they have, they have like, multiple lasers yeah. oh even better <laughs> even fucking better like hey Dude, yeah, Mitch has said on Thursday someone's phone went off and they had the old timey ringer ring. <laughs> it was, oh, it was like the. Yes, he was like, uh-huh. "Look, y'all know you weren't supposed to have cell phones in here at all, but you snuck a home phone in." <laughs> <laughs> it was so classic. Dude, was, that guy, he's oh funny as shit. God, yeah. he crushed it. Like watching him, I was like, "Man, I, I got, I got work to do." Yeah, like, right? Like, that was right? polished. Oh, that dude, it's polished. amazing. Yeah. Dude, seven years in Seattle. That'll yeah. do it. And two years in L.A. Well, right, that's true. But when, when he he's says he, li- he's put his when he lives in. in L.A., he not, I mean, dude, he's not home. That motherfucker is on the road. Well, I, I like the how Phil referred to it. It's like he's, he's finishing up, like, finishing up or, like, in his residency. Yeah. I'd never heard it referred to that way. What do you mean? In in relation to the medical field, like chasing oh. it over, yeah, like basically, yeah. like because yeah. the way I had never heard that, and the way Phil described it to me is like basically the doctor's considered at his prime when he comes out of his residencies, and he just got done with that rigorous training, and then jumps into a, hours that are a bit more reasonable, but because of that training, like that rigorous, like right. three days no sleep kind of stuff, they're at their prime. Yeah. So like basically, like comedian equivalent, like you just. You just toughed yeah, it out. Do, you like, went through your hard They do that shit. with artists, too. He's artists like a, residents, all that kind of stuff. Well, like I just, a, I'd never heard it referred to yeah. that way. I thought it was yeah. kind of cool. He's like a touring headliner slash feature. Or yeah. feature slash headliner. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. he like... He's, that was some of the best live stand-up I've seen. Also, he's one of the nicest dudes you'd ever want to meet. It's absurd. He's Dude, like the was, nicest guy. It was yeah. amazing. I walked Holy up shit. and I didn't... I usually... I don't like to mention I do comedy. I just want to let them know that, hey, you nah, were freaking awesome. You're fine. No, well, I watched. I walked up and I went, you know, uh, like you. It was absolutely amazing, polished, and like said what I thought about it. And then, like at that moment, two other people were there. They're like, "Hey, I saw you at Uncle D's," and he looked at me and went, "You're a comic," and then immediately started asking me questions and like wanted to know more about. I was like, "Wow, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been doing it for like just you know, five, the nicest guy, five dude. years, yeah. and real yeah. salt of the earth." Now, on that note, speaking of nice guys, who are salt of the earth, Stephen Tyler. What do you have coming up? What do I have coming up? Will you do it in your customer service voice, though? No, please don't. <laughs> All right, no. He's not Damn a monkey. I'm going to do it. He's not a monkey. God, you're gonna, now you made him do it in his gravelly detective voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a show on uh, this Tuesday, March 22nd. I'll be at the Tamarack doing that storytelling oh, show. Nice. Cool. April 1st, I will be in... What time Earth, is the Tamarack show? It's at 8 o'clock. All these okay. shows start at 8 o'clock. At Grand Coulee... Uh, April 1st, oh, I will fun. be at Northern Quest Casino April 7th, and then I will be at the Spokane Comedy Club the 14th through the 16th. I'm bummed out that I don't get to of do May. the show on the 7th. May 14th through the 16th? Yeah, or April. 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 April 14th through cool. the 16th. That's my birthday. April 14th through the 16th? April 7th. The ah. show at Impulse. So I will show up there, and I will weasel a guest spot out. <laughs> Because it's my birthday. Go for it, dude. 
Any social media plugs you'd like to make? Um, basically, just find me anywhere. Twitter handle is uh, the Stephen Ty. The Stephen Ty? Yeah. Whoa. Dude, I've messaged at Stephen Ty so many goddamn times. He hasn't made a post since 2011. I want that fucking handle. God damn it. Why won't Twitter respond to me? That's (laughs) where we are with I'm like, he obviously doesn't use it. Give me at Stephen Ty. Fucking Christ. Is that a Confederate flag? Please let me have that account. (laughs) I'd like to do the podcast plugs and then yours or mine. Do it. Okay, because, you know, usually this feels like it's crammed in at the end, and I want it to feel like, I want to try to get people... Let's make the podcast a person. Right, I, I kind of want people, we have email, we have Twitter, okay, the email is weedandwhiskeyspokane at gmail.com, okay? Yeah. That's that simple. That is also our name on Instagram, weedandwhiskeyspokane. We are on Twitter at Weed and Whiskey One instead of at Weed and Whiskey for the yeah. same reason you are not at Stephen Ty. Yeah, yeah. Because someone has not made. Wait, the post. isn't it some hot chick? Well, no, she's just a chick. I don't. She she's could 20 be twenty now. She's twenty years old now, right? Yeah, she's at least twenty now. <laughs> Guys, be honest. Is she hot? I don't know. Nobody I thought knows. at one point doesn't she have like a Twitter photo or anything? I do. I don't know. Does she even exist then? The God last post she made was in two thousand twelve. And she said, ready for a drink and a sold fuck. Not solid. Oh, that's what I remember. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. So, at Weed and Whiskey 1 is our Twitter. Because Josh is holding up his index finger. But if you have... Can you use an ampersand in a Twitter handle? I don't know, but... No, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, we tried that. Um, If you you want to ask questions, if you want to be on the podcast... If you have feedback, negative or positive, please send us yeah. an email. Actually, the negative would That'd be, be best. fine, too. We then whiskey Spokane at gmail.com. Please email yeah. us. That's pretty simple. Uh, send we us. We don't have the email integration on our website because it costs like an extra hundred bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year. And, and please, if you know anybody that makes whiskey or weed or sells any of those. Right. Let us know. We, I mean, I don't mind purchasing it for the podcast. Yeah. We'll get it from I'll, you. Because I'll purchase it anyway. Yeah. But. Or if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> you want homemade whiskey? No. Fuck, yeah, man. I want homemade whiskey. It's illegal, but I'll take it. It sounds yeah. nice, but honestly, like, the success rate is pretty low. No, it's, it's kind of... It's, it's absolutely it's, very easy to just sell whiskey. It's kind of... No, my, like, don't be wrong. It is whiskey. I'm talking about it being good. Or yeah, that's kind of my like beef. Home-brewed whiskey, that's... That was my that was my beef when all the small batch distilleries started popping up, because I was like, "How are these guys going to match what all these companies have been doing? All these whiskey makers have been doing for hundreds for hundreds of years." No, let me finish, and you'll agree with me. No, I doubt that very much. I was good. I was. But let him finish, Stephen. But I'll say that a lot of them have endeared themselves to me, and they're. I think that they have good products, most of them. I was going to say, I meant it as a compliment that if you have the resilience to tough it through the, that that success rate in order to find some gems, then good for you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Why the opposite? opposite? And I'll tell I you why the opposite. Because if there's one thing that learning to cook taught me, it's that these walls, these these perceived walls of how to make good things, like 
they're not as high as they really are. Like, it only took Maybe me... Maybe you just have low standards. No, yeah. absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not hard to make whiskey. And when somebody says good whiskey or good wine, it's literally the label and how much they paid for it. By and large, 100%. Um, Usually pr- you can notice a difference, though. The, no. you, you can notice Some, when... See, man, I'm the same way. I'm like a drinking like a $5 I'll, bottle of I'll wine. Say, I'll say that at a certain... Person. There's a certain price point where, be- where, hit, where below that it's, it. it's shitty, but once you get above that... There is like There's not much window. difference. It's oh really no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like like I can't notice the difference. Like I, if you gave me a twenty dollar bottle of wine and an eighty dollar bottle yeah. of wine, I'd be like, I don't know, they both taste above, like wine. Above a certain know. above a certain point, it comes down to like your personal preference but and your you, personal taste. But you you can tell when it's a bad wine. You yeah. can tell yeah. when it's a regardless bad regardless of the price. There's yeah. some wine that's in that rack but, over there. I'll let you drink. That's basically vinegar right now. <laughs> but what I mean, I'll tell you. but what I mean by that is like, dude, it's is, it's it's not okay. Okay, it's hard to make good pie crust. The it's just like really? right, but not fucking really. It is at first though. The first 10, 15 times you make pie crust, it's usually not as good as you want it to be. Yeah, not really. I just, just like looked up a recipe and then followed it. It's that easy to make whiskey. It's not hard. It's fucking simple as shit. Yeah. The, so you're re- saying just a lot of stupid people try and make whiskey. No. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that like... So if it's as simple as just following a recipe, how come more people don't make actually good homemade whiskey? Because it's illegal. So? Yeah, you have to grow weed. You have to build a still. You have to build a still. There's risks of explosion. With okay, now you're bringing a whole other yeah. element. So okay. like, you have to learn how to like work with copper to make a coil. Now you're bringing a whole other element. I didn't think about all the legal. All the yeah, well, that's shit. why. It's because it's fucking illegal. You can you can make alcohol at home to use as a solvent, but you cannot make alcohol at home to drink hard alcohol. That is. Yeah. Well, you can brew beer at home. I just drink solvent. Yeah, they don't. That's not no bueno. So, yeah, AKA, I managed to make it anyway. Right, <laughs> exactly. But that's. I mean, it, you can go on. I don't. Well, just like with anything else in the world, you can go on YouTube, and in two hours, you'll know everything you fucking need to know about making liquor at home. It's super yeah, simple to do. Do I want to know that much about alcohol to spend two hours? Yeah. About that absolutely, because you want to make it at home. I would like to make it at home. It's two hours. Oh, okay. Uh, so don't play... This is what you do. Don't play one and a half games of StarCraft. Get your guitar out and work on your chords one and a half while games. you're... <laughs> work on your chords while you're watching your YouTube two, videos. That's, that's, a, that's three to four games. Okay, well, what maybe, the fuck Maybe a long-running StarCraft game would be an no, hour. Two hours? Two hours is like... That's probably... I mean, on average, if you average it out, about ten poops. Ten shits. Bottom line, if you haven't killed, if you haven't won in StarCraft in 20 to 30, you lost. Okay, well, I don't care. Uh, Casey, what do no, you guys coming off in different directions? No, you're fine. Um, I think I it's the wasn't Oh, I'll be at. Uh, well, I was highly offended. I will be uh, debating with my team at, drinking, at the drinking debate on March 28th. Nice. Which is a Monday. Big Dipper, right? With, yep. I'll be, uh, I'm the captain of Team Cool Creeps, and we are going to smash human garbage, do that dare, that's what she said, and whoever else wants to argue with us. But I'll be with, on a team with Matt Slater and Sam Vitovich. 
come cheer us on or just come drink and, it's a strong team. and get mad. Uh, Josh is mad because he's not on my team. No, I'm not. <laughs> they I'm were literally the two, like... I'm I was, mad because I'm not on a team. People yeah. found out I was a captain and they, like, Sam and Matt messaged me, like, at, like, right then... Yeah, to I just I just picked the first two people. That, like, that's what I've told people when uh, yeah. they act, like when I've been a team captain on those, and they ask me like, "Why didn't I wanted to be on?" I'm like, "Dude, honestly, I had like two to three people message me, and I went, um, okay, uh, you and uh, yeah, if you'd like, if why why would you go about it that way? Why would you as the fucking captain be reactive? Why would reactive? you not be active and be like, hey, who do I want to be on my team?" Well, I am the captain. Well, part of it. I for me, part I, want, of it for me, I want a counter argument, but honestly, you're right. Part of it for me is that I, I don't like competition stuff, so I'm just like right. I get. I just want to do. I want to do it to have it, fun. But he is not like that. Yeah. You're more calculating than Casey is. Well, also, or, keep, like, also you know keep in mind. Like, yeah. Also, keep you don't in give mind. A shit about that, you just want to be funny and you want to yeah. be. You know, like, Think about it this way, though. I'm dude. like manipulative and like deceitful and like. <laughs> I don't give a shit who asked me. I know who I want. Like when they said they were having it, I was like, I called Dargan and I, I wanted to put shitwits right the fuck back together. But also think about it this way. Like if you know who I am, also look at it as like they resp- They messaged me. They want to know about it. Then they have a second person message me and I'm like, oh, they totally saw that I actually read it. They, they, they <laughs> obviously know that I'm stalling. They know I'm not responding. I should say something back. And then I respond to them and then basically it turns into this whole thing. Like I don't want to hurt their feelings. Why not? And... Not anyone. I'm just saying, like, look at it from, like, my point of view. I get it, but... But, but, but all that aside, you're absolutely right. You're not hurting anyone's feelings. And if their feelings are getting hurt, then they're too sensitive. Asking to be on a show is fine. But getting pissed but off because you, yeah. you didn't get picked if you're gonna ask, okay. If you're going to ask for anything in life, you have to be prepared to get told no. Exactly. It's just <laughs> like dating, which I know you haven't had to deal with in a long oh, time. Oh, no. I, f- I feel like I've done much better now. Like, last time I was a team captain for that was like a year ago. Oh. And I feel like I could definitely handle that a lot better Dude, now. But, and now the next time it happens, you'll be like, okay... Well, thank you for contacting me. I haven't quite figured out what team I'd like to put yeah, together yet. Exactly. And I'll get back to you. That's one thing I worked on all of last year was being like more assertive and shit. We do really Mostly have, we because do of really one of the debates where I was a pushover. Thank you. Anyway, I'll be, I'll be at the drinking debate. Come see that. March 28th. I'll also, <laughs> I'll also be at the Bartlett on April 21st for uh, Carl Shaw's uh, CD recording. Nice. Come see me, I'll be featuring for him. I will be there. Uh, it's going to be a good show. The Bartlett's been really cool about having a lot of Super local comedy. Super mega cool, dude. Uh, who else? Uh, Jared Munson is putting on a show there. Yep. On like I early know. April, I can't remember the date, but go to their website, I'm sure it's on there. Yeah. Anything uh, else? That's. I think that's all I have for now. Cool. Yeah. Um... What do you got, Josh? You need social meets for you? Oh. At Casey underscore strain on Twitter? Yep. I'm did slowly working You made an Instagram. I did make an Instagram. Casey underscore strain? But my camera That's so fine. shitty. That's fine. It's there, though, guys. These are ways for you to consume mm-hmm. Casey's material. And I, that way I can tag you and shit. Yeah. I'm working I want, on I it. want to consume so much of your material. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so much to be had. Um, I, I had a show. 
On March 26th, uh, uh, like basically just outside of Wenatchee. Uh, did that not work out? It got rescheduled to April 30th. Well. So it's way out down the line again. But April 13th, I will be hosting a show with Derek Sheen and a local comedian to be named. And that's going to be so good. Like, the people at the Derek Observatory... Derek Sheen is fucking funny. Yeah, this dude is fucking funny. Yeah. He just recorded a special at Vomity in Olympia. In Olympia. God, I'm stuttering. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of, he's one of those comics where it's, it's like, syllables. it's like, first, first word to the last, he's just like, yeah, he's through his residency. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, residency. he is not a general practitioner. He is not the doctor you go see day to day. Right. He is a specialist. A specialist. He does really. Ooh, that's a cool way to put that. You know what I mean? In yeah. the sense that like he does, it's definitely kind of altier. Like, it's, yeah. it's not your standard Christopher Titus meat and potatoes relationship shit. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's good sometimes, but this will be brilliant on April 13th at the Observatory. And he's a really cool dude, and he'll hang out. He's super sure. goddamn oh, no, cool. Man. And he may, be coming, he may be coming to Pirate Party with us, yeah. which is, I want to sound the alarm for local comics. If you can make it to Pirate Party at Lolo Hot Springs. It's in Montana. July eighth through the tenth. Thank you so much for saying that because that changes things. <laughs> Wait, you got Google? You can figure it out. April eighth through the tenth. July eighth through oh, the tenth. July eighth through the tenth. There's gonna be a festival there called Pirate Party. Uh, I've been tasked with putting comedians together. I cannot promise you money. I cannot promise you free admission. But what I can promise you is it's like an incredible weekend and lots of exposure. Pirates, hot okay, springs. So that I mean, look, should be enough it's for a most giant, people. It's a giant rabie dance party at a hot spring that's pirate themed. There's going to be a 44 foot geodesic dome <laughs> where we're going to get to perform the first hour of every day. So seven in the morning. Sounds awesome. Awesome. It sounds like Gasparilla. Yeah, like and then Montana. we're gonna and then we're gonna get to do. Probably some DJ transition sets, like between well, the one DJ is done and the next guy is setting up his shit. What entails a transition set? You just have to fill like ten or fifteen minutes, or like you know, you just have to sit there. You just fill so it's equivalent to like a comedian guest spot. Yeah, but it's like okay, so it's almost like if you it's were just hosting, you keeping noise host, from the other speakers. If you were hosting a telethon, yes, it's like hosting a telethon. You have to fill the time between like segments. Of like entertainment, it's like what I did at the and Bernie Sanders talking about one. sick kids, and then except band. he just like opens up his MacBook and is like, no, 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 no. they have to have a lot of plugs too, and not everybody uses a yeah, MacBook. They have Some all different, have a lot of them have different gear. That you know what I mean, there's a lot of fucking like annoying PCs. stupid shit. Yeah, no, a lot of them use different like uh, fil- not filters, but a lot of them don't like use USB Serato. ports. No, a lot of them don't use Serato. Like Fruit Loops. I, like, I no, it's fruit, fruity, fruity loops. loops. Yeah, and I get what you're saying, and no, I, I and I loops. and I I feel like you're being disingenuous with your representation of DJ. Oh, extremely. Yeah, but I feel like it's accurate. It's not accurate. I don't know, man. It's pretty it's, easy. Is it? Then why are you doing it? Because if it's I, so easy, this sounds like something. If it's so easy to be a great DJ, then why isn't everybody doing it? 
because I don't do things that I think are easy because oh. that's not exactly a challenge. And think that's a cop out because you think it's easy, but if you started to actually try yeah. to do it and realize that you weren't good at it, did I not already explain how I dive into certain things right. that I actually really want to master? And you so got, basically, you got I want really to, good at DJ. If, you, in order to you, win a confrontation with you, I stepped out of comedy in order to pursue DJing and dive myself into it a hundred percent. Yeah, I'd do just fine. I know this, but I don't want to do that to spite you. I, I don't want this. to destroy gonna... my entire life and the lifetime plan direction I want to take to spite you. I know this. I'm going right. to buy you. I'm and, gonna and, buy a and new... That's a great defense that I will never try it, so I know it's easy defense, but it's that's not that doesn't stand, bro. You think it's it easy? It's not trying. It's not trying. You will not try to do it. I've tried to do it. I have tried to DJ. Even using digital equipment, not using Serato, using CD decks. <laughs> Back in the day, in fucking college, I DJed parties. It's okay, a little so more... wait, you're talking about it from the perspective of someone 15 years ago, though. It's way different now, man. It's easy to be a shit DJ, but that doesn't mean all DJs are shit. It's easy to be a hack comic, that doesn't mean all comics are hacks. That's easy to be a piece of shit person, doesn't mean all that people are pieces of shit. You can't equate that logic to so many you different things. That's not can. an umbrella over the, like, everything. That well, how is that not an work? umbrella over the everything? Like, just... Like, everything isn't anything. Just because something isn't anything doesn't mean everything isn't nothing. Like, that's basically what I argue. No, my argument is that just because some people utilize the technology to be shitty hack DJs doesn't mean there isn't a legitimate skill there. What Josh is trying to say is that a lot of DJs play two roles. Number one, they're getting a party going. By the way, I do like those guys. I like people I like. it's, It's just not... Easy to be a good DJ. DJs are easy to be a shit DJ. DJs, no, see, DJs are also. Being... I, from my perspective, it is easy. How? The, no what? synchronization and picking out beats from like basically. It's not that hard. You still have to have good taste. You and, still have to have a style. And you have to be okay, like, you have to be learned as like a, as like a music historian almost. Yeah, to be right. able to put shit together. Yeah, really, you can't just go and put ten songs together randomly and expect okay, it to be a good. Okay, tonight set. I will go home and and download Fruity Loops and I will send you a beat by the end of the week. I don't want a beat. I want an hour long set. I want okay. an hour long mix. I'll make you, you an hour of beats. No, I don't want your beat production. I'm not talking about being a producer. I'm talking about being a DJ. Yeah. Being a DJ is not making beats. Yeah, but also being a DJ, like it does, I admire what they their resolve and what it takes to do, but honestly, it's still not that hard. You do have to spend a lot of time on it. So I'm like, not saying it doesn't take time to master something. I'm saying what they're mastering isn't that difficult. So like last night, can when I, I watched a dude wait, DJing can I house music on vinyl. Josh, let me interject. That was easy? DJing house music on vinyl. That was easy. No, but obviously he's been practicing since the 70s, so... No, okay, he hasn't. Of course he's he's not even that old. Yeah. No. He's, he's barely that old. Not even he's 17. Ba- he was, like, born in the 70s. Yeah. They would have had to have been house music and decks... Oh, excuse me. He's been practicing since the 80s. Probably, probably not even, dude. House probably music didn't really hit early 2000s. Like I don't know. You're injecting a lot of probably's. I don't need to inject the probably's because the reality of it is... Now is you're speculating. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I know a little bit more about DJ You guys are just DJ. arguing to argue at this point. Yeah. Oh, no, we're totally arguing to argue. Not, I am not arguing to argue. Okay, I'm totally arguing. I think you're being an ignorant brick, and I'm here to prove you wrong. Like, I'm that passionate about DJing and electronic music, but I'm literally... So, I'm like messing around, but I'm still right. 
No, you're not right at all. Well, you just said you had to prove me wrong. Yeah, I want to change your mind because but your in, conceptualization. If you of need it is, to prove me wrong, that means I'm right right now. No, it doesn't. And your semantic argument is ridiculous. No, it's pretty sound. No, it's not. It doesn't even stand up logically. Did you take logic in college? Oh no, I, I'm going literal. We're right. not. We're not. Logic and literal are the same. He put his game face on. Yeah. He's pretty intense. So I mean, like, I don't know what to say anymore. Like. I will not... This is not a joke argument for me. Okay. At all. Like, when people talk shit about DJing, I get really serious. Cause I'm that's not talking like, shit about DJing. You absolutely I'm saying are I talking. like it. You're it's saying just it's not easy. that hard. Right. And that's an ignorant, backwoods thing to say. It's not that hard. It's an ignorant standard. But basically, any music you make today isn't that hard to make. That's the most ignorant statement I've ever heard out of a human being's mouth in my yeah. entire life. I don't know. I'm talking about like music came comes out like tomorrow. No, I'm talking about like that is the most ignorant thing I've ever heard a human being say, including listening to Hitler. Including listening. Yeah, like see, it's just easy but to wait, make music now. But wait, who was better, me or Hitler? Well, I mean, he. Like I'm talking purely from this mean, argument. You're talking to like, like it's from ignorant <laughs> statements. Ignorant statements. I, I mean, you're crushing him right now in terms of your yes! ignorance. Mm. I just do. It's easy to be a music. Oh my god! I won. So it's easy to be a comic too. Of course not. Then what's the difference? What do you mean? What's the difference? One is a synchronization of notes created by digital fucking programs nowadays that you press buttons in uh, order to make it. One no, is getting okay. in touch with your inner human you're self. Just, you're just revealing there. how narrow your music taste is. Yeah. Now That's, narrow my music taste is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more so I kind of glossed over all the intricacies that it takes to make music because I don't really think it's worth covering and I'm more passionate about comedy so I focused on that one and that's why I was more descriptive of it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you should be basely ignorant about other things. I'm not being ignorant. You I'm absolutely doing it. are. You well, are being fucking basely ignorant about I'm this. doing it just to make you angry. I mean, it's working. Well, and cool. I don't understand why, Which is once why you've achieved I keep your... doing it. And so that's the relationship you want us to have. No. Okay, because that like we haven't been joking like the, for a like, long time. Like Josh like is really mad. Right no, now. like this. I'm like, not actually this. mad. I'm just like I don't get this behavior. Like what you're getting from this, I don't. People that do this to other people, I don't want to be friends with. Well, more so, I was going along those lines, and I thought you were going with me, and at one point, I absolutely you was not. And I long ago established that I wasn't. I came right out front and said, "This, I'm no longer joking." This is a legitimate thing for me to discuss. And you were like, cool, I'll just keep putting my foot down on the floor. Well, I don't think a comic should have lines that get crossed for them that they all of a sudden get a flip, switch flipped. I think That's as a great. comic, I personally believe as a comic, once you say you're a comic and you're a comedian, you give up your right to be offended by Absolutely anything. Absolutely not. You're a human being. No, I... I believe that. So okay, that's you that's, can believe so that's you where want, we find that, our, that's where we find where we split off. That's what I believe. I think as a comic, right. you lose your right to be offended. Why? When you become Why would a comic. you ever lose your right to be offended? Because you. So if a person go goes on stage and all they do is scream obscenities, racial slurs, and homophobic shit, you can't be offended. No, I'm not offended. I look at it as, hey, you're going about it the wrong way. The audience isn't responding to you. You're delivering your type of comedy that is clashing with other people. But uh, me personally, that's... as a person, I'm not offended by the statements that are said. Okay, so there's no offensive language to you at all. No. I like no, me personally. No, even in tech, I, even if a person is like, 
I agree. There's, I agree. There's statements that are offensive to other people, and I avoid those statements because they're offensive. To them. But me personally, you don't I don't get offended by them, like on a saying, personal level. Are you saying that? Are you saying that as like if it's a comic saying it, or are you saying that as like anybody? <sighs> Dude, because I'm a lot kind of numb inside. That's pretty much because anybody. a lot of like. Oh, I'm usually, usually not. if somebody's using any kind of fucking speech that is aggressive. Uh, like, off tone. As huh? Sorry. Continue. If they're doing it, if they're doing it from like yeah. an aggressive, no, I interrupted him. If they're doing it from like an aggressive stance, they're not a comedian at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're saying, well, you're saying if you're saying, if you're saying, I understand, you know? Stephen. Okay. I understand if you're saying that you get that you give up your right to be offended by other comedians, but I don't think you give up your right to be offended by. Someone who's not acting as a comedian, even if they're on a comedy show, even if they say that they are a comedian, if they're doing it from an aggressive, like or almost violent tone standpoint. or hateful tone. Like me personally, I I can't think of something that would make me offended. That's cool, and in a way, I respect that. But I'm just not there. Like, there's things I'm really passionate about, and when I hear people that don't have an understanding of it go off on a way that is dismissive or simplifying of it or or takes away from people who devote their lives to that and become really amazing at it, then that, to me, is upsetting because the same way that you're devoting your life to comedy, other people devote their life to DJing. And just because it is a lot easier now to sync beats with an electronic program does not diminish the abilities of someone that fucking devotes their life like to being able to like actually sample live mix new beats See. live you know like that kind of shit is fucking hard like if you've ever watched Yoto play it's, it's a dude on a drum like it's a dude on a drum kit and a dude with guitars and they make live dubstep you know like they go actually from like house to dubstep live it's I mean is that it's easier to do that now because they have racks of processors, right? They don't have to be in a studio and spend 40 hours to make this one beat. In that sense, yes, it's much easier. But that doesn't mean that someone with no experience or musical ability can just get up there and use that rack of equipment to make a sick beat. Don't be wrong. I totally agree with everything you say. And I think anyone... If your song's in the radio, you work fucking hard to get there. If your song's out there playing and you're doing well, basically, bottom line... Dude, whether you want to believe that or not, if your song's in the radio, you worked hard to get there. I don't want to, but I have to. Yeah. I'm just saying, I agree with everything you say, but also keep in line with what we're talking about, our argument. Yeah, I may have gone a lot of lines of, I don't, I think it's easy to make, but it started with, you said I wouldn't be able to do that. I said, like, if I decided to pull my aim away from comedy and go at DJing, and go at making right. beats and at everything. I could do that at the very beginning of this. And That's I the road I went down, and I basically it turned that. into it turned into a personal attack. So I went down the road of yeah, because it's easy. And then I saw how much that was pissing you off, so I just leaned into it and kept going down that road. Yeah, but why and lean into the pissing your buddy off? Because it was kind of a defensive mechanism. Because I wanted to win the argument. Oh, just say hey, man. I think that's a shitty personal attack, and I, I don't think the tone of this discussion... But I wasn't offended by it, I just knew it was. Okay, then just call me out. But see, at that point, I was just playing into it, and then once I saw you getting angry... Right. Then I, then I thought it was funny that you were getting angry. Yeah, so I maybe it was, but I'm just like... It does not... It does. It adds no incentive for me to be like, oh yeah, I want to hang out with Steve. But also, Ty. this is me trying to express to you that I didn't... 
intentionally try and be a I, dick to you. I get it. I was explaining I my view. I understand that completely. And, I, and, and for that, you know, I'm not like, oh, I'll never have a student type. You know, it's not like that. That wasn't where this was headed. I'm just like... I didn't think it was. Well, but... Well, at least I hoped it wasn't. Because <laughs> I don't know. It all heads there. Josh, Josh is a softie. No. Oh, you are. No. Just, well, he's only, he's, about, he's, he's, he's only a softie about house music. Oh, oh so I picked, like, the one topic. You really did pick, like, <laughs> one of the singular topics to pick. Yeah. I could have picked anything. I could have picked male pattern yeah. baldness. Oh, I yeah. could have picked, and like, that, fast that food. Been, that yeah, conversation like, would have been three but house music. instead of 20. House music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. House music. Well, then, and look house at it this music. way, then. I just have bad luck. You do. <laughs> house music, like, maybe figuratively actually saved my life. Like, it brought me out of a really deep depression. To me, it was classical music. Really? Yeah, I, I love classical as well, but like I, I don't know what it was that like when I finally started doing it, like I, I wrote all this amazing shit. It's really. I don't want to stop talking, but we've been really long. Yeah, I, I totally forgot we were even still recording. At Shim Shammy, on Twitter. <laughs> Shim Shammy on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Josh Tford too. Do that. I don't know why you would, but try it out. <laughs> um, it's all shim shammy though, and that's that's been a good podcast. It's all shim shammy. <laughs>